podcast where we explain people. We are here today to teach you a little more about your fellow human beings in all their different shapes, sizes, and colors. I'm Master Coach Kim Giles, and I have Sarah Henderson with me today. And on today's show, we're going to kind of continue what we did last show, which was to talk about some of the questions we get asked about the shapes most. Yeah, I am excited about today because this is something that um, people ask me a lot. This has really permeated my life. I talk about this shapes program. I talk about it at home with my family. I talk about it with my friends. I talk about it at work. So people just look at me like, how do you even know? I can't even remember all the shapes. How do you even remember? And to me, it's just kind of, it's super easy for me. I don't know why it's all clicked for me. It just makes a lot of sense to me. But people really want to know, how can you tell what shape they are? So I thought maybe what we could do is I could give you some sort of the obvious first tells that someone might be each of the shape. Because there's quite a few things that I would look at and questions I would ask somebody to figure out their shape, but some of us are a little easier to pick out. Totally. So I thought I would give away some. Absolutely. Um, I think that would be really helpful, but I think we need to tell everybody, first of all, if you're just starting to listen to our Explain People podcasts and you don't know what the quiz is, you need to go and take the quiz. So that is the first thing. If you want to really know someone's shape, encourage them to go on to 12shapes.com, create an account, and then take the quiz. And after you take the quiz, you get a little video that tells you about your shape, and then you can go in and read about other people's shape too. So that's always the first place to start. So Sarah, I hear from some people though, they finish the quiz, the video comes up and they don't think that sounds like them. Okay. And that does happen sometimes. The test can only be accurate based on the information you give it. Mm. And so sometimes I think people answer questions based on really who they're trying to be or who oh, they're so true. Being, don't you think? That oh, that's very true. And I have to, sometimes we've said before, it's good to take the quiz with someone else. So you are answering honestly, but even when I'm taking it with someone, if they have kind of a pushy personality and they say, well, none of those answers fit me, then I don't really want to push them too hard. So other than the quiz, tell us what you look for. Okay. So uh, I'll just tell you some of the things that really just catch my eye. I can often pick out a circle in a room. Mm. They are the warmest, friendliest person in the room, and they're just talking to everybody, and they seem like they have a ton of friends. I've been a bunch of places lately where I've just watched the circle go around and talk to everybody, and they're just such the social butterfly, and, and their warmth. There's just this warmth with circles that it, it's bigger than what I feel for any other shape. Now hearts and octagons also have a lot of warmth, but um, octagons are going to be a little more observant, like they watch things in the room mm. and it's like their intuition is at work, um, but they will always have interesting advice or make comments and jump into a conversation with their advice. And I also kind of look for purple, and I know this sounds weird, but a lot of octagons like the color purple and wear purple, and so sometimes that's kind of a weird okay. Way. Octagon confession: everything I have is maroon. So close, so very close. My purse is maroon. My wedding colors were maroon. My favorite coffee mug is maroon. Like I love that color. <laughs> Even pink too. I see them in in pink and purple and all the shades. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, octagons, something I've recognized about octagons for myself is um, they can be a little bit opinionated. So whereas a circle, if they're working the room, they're just listening and nodding and smiling and hugging everyone. But the octagon's listening for a chance to give their opinion. Yeah. Right. And, and if somebody is jumping right in to give their opinion, that might be a clue that they're an octagon. Diamonds are one you and I can recognize right off the bat by their clothes a lot of the time and their hair. Because it yep. can usually be very neat and clean lines and tailored. And they don't wear busy clothes. They wear solid color clothes more. Yes, very classic, uh, classy look is what they go for a lot of times. Definitely notice that. I think you and I both can notice a star pretty quick too. And a lot of times it's the sparkles. They like, they, they like clothes that sparkle or clothes that are kind of loud and say, look at me, look at me. I met a woman the other day whose hair was blue and she was wearing just loud clothes. All, everything she had on was a little loud and attention getting. And I mm-hmm. knew she was a star from the get go. Yeah, absolutely. Stars have, are very, it's very outward what their shape is. So the other shapes it may not be as ready, readily available. You might not have those clues right away. So they're a little more tough. So what kind of questions can you ask people to kind of understand a little bit of what their shape is? Yeah, there's, there's a couple that I really do need to ask questions. I will often suspect that I'm close, but I, I won't know for sure. Even sometimes with arrows, I think, okay, they, they're wearing more practical clothes like they didn't put a lot of time and effort into this outfit um arrows are just really practical often at least women arrows don't wear a lot of makeup yep true yeah i almost want to say a little more plain because we just don't try hard enough but i won't be 100 percent sure that they're an arrow until i ask do they need exercise every day for their mental health and if they jump all over that oh my gosh yes then I might ask, do you um, crave time alone? And if I've got both of those, I can be pretty sure that I've got an arrow. Uh, ovals, I think I could pick out in a room too, just because they're usually so shy and quiet. They won't, they will be the person in the room not saying anything and kind of hanging out even in the background. And often ovals are thin people and mm-hmm. even sometimes small thin people. Mm-hmm. So I've met some that don't fit the stereotype. A lot of them do. Right. And so um, those are some great questions that you can come up with. Like I said, I always like to know, you, you got to talk to them a little bit to figure out, you know, what, what kind of drives them. And, and, uh, and you got to ask some of those, some of those driving questions. And sometimes you can ask people, you know, what they do for work, but then they say, oh, you know, I work, I work at, such and such place. And they're like, okay, but what, what do you do there? You know, like, are you in charge of all the processes that happen there? Or are you in charge of creating events and cultural, you know, changes or stuff at the workplace? Because whatever they're super involved in there can really, that's something that's really helpful to me to understand. And if they like their job or not, they might be in sales and hate their job. So you need to get a feel for what they're doing and what really floats their boat, fills their bucket, makes them happy, because that really will be a great clue. It is. A lot of times their their career is a giveaway for me for their shape. For instance, if I hear that somebody's in the military 
or they're a police officer or they're an HR person. Careers are more likely drawn to those careers. I do see a lot of circles that are in sales. When I've got a salesperson, I like to ask them questions because it's highly likely they could be a circle. Mm-hmm. A lot of entrepreneurs are either rhombuses or arrows. What are the other tells that help you identify a rhombus in a room? When you first see somebody, what would be a giveaway that they're a rhombus? The people that I have suspected as rhombuses, just by appearance, is the way that they look, their clothes that they wear. They will almost always have on, uh, their shirt will be tucked in, they will have a belt, and they will have on nice shoes, and they wear collared shirts a lot. They have more brand name clothing. So instead of wearing just like a polo shirt, they'll have an Under Armour or a Nike Golf polo shirt, something like that, that really kind of makes them look a little bit sharp, a little bit sharper around the edges. That's how I, how I tell. Yeah. I think the shoes and the watch and a really expensive watch and really nice shoes can sometimes be a giveaway. And you know what? I think they come across really um, intimidating. They come across pretty arrogant, but what I've learned with my rhombus is that they're kind of soft on the inside. That's, that's a fear. That's a fear talk is they come across that way to protect themselves from you coming in and you know, making them look bad, right? It's all about the respect. So they wear those clothes and they do those things because they're trying to earn, earn their value from you. So absolutely. And if you guys missed our last show, I talked a little bit about dating by the shape and I told about this triangle that I met and triangles often we can pick out on site too, because they're a little wacky. They, their clothes will, you'll be like, who dressed you? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You got to go back and listen to that. If you haven't listened to that show, you got to go back and listen to that because that one was really good. That was really funny. Yeah. So that's another outward one that we can notice for triangles. If they're dressed, they're a little disheveled, their hair's a little bit messy and you know, their shoes are like four years over being replaced because they just don't care about how they look. Yeah. Now the the three that are sometimes hard to pick out by sight that I need to ask a few questions are the three ideas, shapes, squares, rectangles, and crosses. I usually have to ask a few questions because they can be kind of similar. And sometimes you're not sure if they're another shape altogether, but I find asking a square about their moral compass and how black Mm -hmm. and white, right and wrong are. And do you hold a grudge? They'll usually always admit that, yeah, they have a hard time forgiving people if they're square. My favorite question with a rectangle is, um, how hard is it for you to make a buying decision? How much research do you do? And you know, if it's taking them three years to buy a car because they keep back to research and test drive, and I'm pretty sure they're a rectangle. Yeah, a car is a big decision, but I remember I always talk about um, my sister-in-law where she can't go to the store. We went to the store and tried to buy a can of green beans, and it was like, should I get the Western Family or the Dole? And I was like, it doesn't matter. It's like three cents difference. But seriously, she wanted to make sure she bought the right one. So yeah, buying a car or a big appliance is a big deal, but come on, order your pizza. Yeah. Yeah. And crosses, we kind of want to just ask questions about what, what causes are you behind? You know, what things do you feel passionate about? And if they go off on a soapbox about their cause and they're almost angry about it, because they just feel so passionate about it that they might be a cross. A matter of fact, We did a guess their shape on Instagram and Facebook yesterday. I don't know if you saw it, but it was Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, 
And I, I grabbed a picture of him on the Oscars that was Saturday, because if you heard his Oscar speech, it was the most cross speech I've ever heard. I mean, it was all about the causes and the issues. Wow. Feel the passion and almost anger about them that came through. He was very obviously across. <laughs> that is very cool. Um, the things that I've noticed about crosses, the ones in my life, they are in leadership positions. So they, they love to be the visionary and they love to guide people towards their cause. So even if you ask them what's your cause, they may not have something like Save the Whales, but if their cause is their job and making sure that the best things are in the best place and the best you know, for their job, they might have a cause and they are the champion of it. For sure, they are leaders driven by Passionate their people. passion, for sure. Yeah. So those are just kind of some quick things that might help you start to recognize the shapes. I have to admit, the more that you play with it, the more you, you ask people and you get to meet people of all the different shapes, I think you start to see it. And I've really noticed that with you, Sarah. You, the more that we've done this, you are starting to see them fast. Well, I, you know, I only know that and recognize it because it kind of benefits me when I understand where people are coming from and where their behavior comes from. It helps me relate to them better. And I'm all about connecting with you. I want to know what you're all about. And so if I can do that, then, you know, this is an easy way for me to figure you out and relate to you in, in a really great way. And that is why I have fallen in love with the shape program. So if y'all think you want to know your shape and you don't know your shape, you know where to go. 12shapes.com, log in and take the quiz. And it really is going to improve all your relationships because you now know what people need and what they care about and how to treat them right. And we sometimes talk about the platinum rule where the golden rule is to love people or treat people the way you would want to be treated. The platinum rule is to treat people the way they would want to be treated. And the shapes really give you the power to do that and show up for the people in your life. So I just think it's a game changer for relationships. You know, I've said it a few times, Kim, that it has been a, a game changer for my relationships, but I don't think I've ever applied those two things together as the platinum rule being the reason for that. And I think it is. Because when I start to treat my husband the way that he needs to be treated to feel validated, then he starts to treat me the way that I need to be treated. And so instead of being needy, we just turn into these givers. And that's really what the game changer has been. It is. You really can show up for people in a, in a totally better way. And they appreciate it. And they feel seen and understood. And that validation creates better relationships too. Yeah. Validation puts people right back in balance. And when you're in balance, it's a beautiful place. It is. It Love is. it. Well, thanks everybody for listening to the show. Absolutely. This has been a great one, Kim. Thank you so much. And thanks for listening, everybody. So join us again next week for some more of Explain People.